No! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Throllers. Uh, I'm Alan Bryson, and I'm here with Chris Reynolds. How you doing, Chris? G'day, Alan. I'm excellent. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Obviously, episode four, so we haven't been kicked off the air yet. <laughs> uh, for those that are new to the podcast, uh, yeah, we are the Throllers. Um, obviously, you should know something about disc golf if you're listening. A thrower is maybe not the desired throw and sometimes comes off, and we're hoping this podcast sometimes comes off. Yeah, I like it. We're uh, we're sitting in Ballarat in the car park after the league day. Uh, how'd you go? Yeah, I went okay. Uh, I managed uh, eight down in the wind, which I'm pretty happy with. Uh, made a couple of putts, missed a couple of putts. Generally, I play disc golf. <laughs> How about yourself? Um, I'm mostly good. I finished with a double bogey on my last hole, hole one. Um, yeah, can't really explain that one, but it's there. Uh, other than that, it was a clean sheet. Uh, that put me to four down, so, um, yeah, a few few other little tap-in putts could have made it a very good round for me, but it wasn't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've got to work yeah. on that, I guess. I thought we were in a, in a ring-a-ding-ding battle for the digital tags there for a second, um, and, yeah, got you by four shots in the end. We definitely <laughs> were. I think it was one stroke for a while, and then, um, yeah, a couple of missed putts and some holes that shouldn't have happened, and a double bogey, and thanks for playing. Um, ended up just getting rolled by basically everyone. <laughs> yeah. Matty Hill snuck me. He's going only backhands today. Uh, apparently he's trying to work out some kinks he's got going on there. And yeah, him, I throw only backhands anyway, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he got me but one. And I just, like with Matt Hill, I always just think, is it just a play to dial down the heat from being the biggest sandbagger in Australia. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> so it's just trying to not shoot 14 down every round. So Maybe. Lose that tag. That could be it. Oh, that, that would be a smart play. He was helping out uh, Matty Pearsall though. So apparently Matty Pearsall was trying to work out his backhand as well. So they played, they both played backhand only around. So Matty's been getting a lot, lot better, but um, without his weapon of a forehand, wasn't his best day today. So... But that's all right. Uh, no one else sort of particularly too crazy. Um, Don, who I played with, got his PB today, which was pretty good. Nice. Um, yeah, it was fun seeing with him. He's a young fellow, and he's got a lot of good things about him, but uh, got to clean up a couple, and he'll be laughing. But, yeah, plus one for him as a new PB, and he can never be bad at a new PB. Uh, that Riley Cat threw bombs again. Yes, he did. Uh, CT, CTP available on hole five today. He must have put it to about six and a half metres. That he did. Uh, for those not familiar, that is a par four. Um, I definitely parred it. How'd you go? Uh, I took the birdie. That's yeah. the nice, easy into the gap upshot putt. Nice. Same yeah. score as him. He missed, the, he missed the eagle putt. Come on, Riley. Yeah. But he uh, made up for it on 11, which is... Don't know how much longer than hole five, but definitely longer than hole five, mm. and he eagled that one. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. The kid can throw. That's pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to rewind a little bit. Uh, it's been about a week and a half, I think, since our last spot, and head back to Barwon Valley for the Barwon Bash. So I couldn't make it. I can't remember I had something on, um, but you made it. How were we looking in Barwon? Uh, by something on, do you mean the innate desire to avoid Barwin? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a strong, it's <laughs> a strong thing that's always on. It's been on for about four years, I think. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, I went, um, you know, despite my better judgment, <laughs> I went along to have my ass handed to me by Barwon Valley. <laughs> um, and it did not disappoint. <laughs> Um, it is, I played two rounds and finished one under the card. Mmm, not like you at all. Mmm. Not like you at all. Um, but it was, it was really windy. Uh, course was playing tough. Um, yeah, I think one down in the second round was the hot round for the second there round. There you go. Yeah. Shot 9.64. Yeah. So that plays all right. Yeah, the uh, only four people ended up under par out of the 38 people that decided Byron Valley was a good idea. So, uh, definitely playing very tough. But Ryan Hart getting it done, next seven, no surprises there. He, uh, yeah, he's just too good. Any other notable Melbournians? Uh, obviously, we got to give a shout out to our boy uh, Mark Hardy. Yes, please. Uh, that man is on a charge leading into the Amateur World Championships. Yes. Um, he is, oh, where Shot. is his season statistics? Um, two events, no, I'm lying. <laughs> the other event must have been in December. Uh, one no, it was no, no, uh, two no, events. Got yeah, two two events, two W's. Two W's. Yeah, he's playing hot. Yeah. Now that was a good win by him. And uh, what else? Go. Matty Faz was looking hot for a second. I I remember I was checking the live scores and I was like, Matty Faz, like looking very par through a bunch of holes from memory. Uh, ended up second. But uh, there was definitely a hot minute where I was like, oh, what's up? Finally someone from Melbourne's coming to play down in Geelong. But uh, then it kind of went away. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it does. Well, I'm looking forward to catching up with a couple of the people the first time as Jace Wiedner and Matty Faz to see uh, if they hate it just as much as we do. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard Ash say if he was there, he would have shot better than plus 28. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that'd be that. And obviously, we should mention while we're here... Uh, the MPO champion, um, Ryan Hart. Yeah, I'll uh, give him a shout-out. Uh, um, not, not the first time we'll say MPO champion. Mm. Ryan Hart. True. Was that, oh, is that his first... I didn't think about that. Is that his first MPO victory? It's got to be. Bauble. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. No, no, that's all right. Yeah, bang. We'll have back-to-back MPO victories for mm. him. Damn. All right, yeah, Ryan's up and about. Can you say that? No. Uh, neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely can't do that. I've never had back-to-back, like, rounds under par. <laughs> now, when we get to uh, spotlights, not lights, mm. later on, oh, I've got I've got, I've got, got a couple maybe coming from this event. Nice. I like that. I like that. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, last week as well, we had the Ruffy League. And last time we had a Ruffy League, uh, John Deere... Our good friend John Deere, maybe Ryan Deere. Correct. <laughs> uh, tore it up. Is this? Please tell me this is not the case again. I I imagine it probably was. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> was. <laughs> Having played with the kid, I think he probably just demolished the field. He did. Eleven down with a bogey, three strokes clear of next best, Aiden Howard, uh, Glenn, and Oscar. Who Oscar lives there is next seven. So just the elevens. That's messed up. So one, two, three, four, five pars. Yeah, he's doing plenty. He's doing very plenty. I still haven't seen him play, so I'll have to start getting out to some of these social days. Well, that's no surprise. He doesn't even have a, a handicap yet. Yeah. He's brand new on the scene, but he does, as of that round, have a metrics rating. Mm. Um, What's he at? Uh, what is he at? <laughs> that is a great question. He is at, 
I don't even know how to read metrics, but he's had a lot. <laughs> 950 something. 950 something. There you yeah. go. Not bad for just starting disc golf, hey? Yeah. 954. <laughs> 954. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. We had a big turnout. The social days are just getting massive. How many have we got for that? Uh, we ended up with 44. Um, yeah, just wild. So uh, really good to see. And, um, yeah, Al Don playing pretty well. My old man, Jeff, he played all right. A lot of people in the negs, which is pretty good. So Sean Maisie. Oh, look at that. He's looking all right. Cool. No, nah, very good to see. Oh, and then a couple. Oh, no. I think I found my knot light. <laughs> <laughs> I think I found my knot light. I might be in trouble here, but anyway, we'll... <laughs> We'll, I'll look forward to it. We'll come back to that one. <laughs> uh, well, actually, speaking of which, let's. Uh, I think we're up to that. Let's, oh, let's do our spot. Not like that. Well, I'll, um, maybe I'll kick us off. Because as I'm scrolling down, sorry about this, Taryn, but plus two, mate. What are you doing? Opening up with spotlights? No. Oh, not lights. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I go hard. Okay. I open with the not lights. <laughs> You're better than that, Taryn. I don't know. I haven't played the new Ruffy, but... I know if you've been playing disc golf for a while, you don't go over par. Nope. It's, it's sort of what, <laughs> no, I, what I'm hearing. Work. Yeah. Uh, and you're better than that, Taryn. So um, I'm throwing a big knot line on you, mate. I want to see more out of you next time. How, about, right. how about yourself, Chris? Uh, I'm gonna you want to get a spotlight? No, I'll go, I'll go with my knot line. I'm going to go slightly more serious here. I'm uh, where, look. I'm not going to name names though, and I'm going to ask Alan that you also do not name names when I speak about my not light. Okay, no problem. But my not light is just generally taking casual rounds way too seriously. <laughs> like, uh, I think I I struggle, I, I don't mind taking the old PDJ event seriously. I don't even like taking metrics rounds seriously. <laughs> and then if it's just simply casual, there's just there's just no seriousness to be had. And I heard a story today of someone who felt uncomfortable during a casual round because of their card mate, and that saddened me. That's yep. my not like. Well, there you go. Now that's a very good not like. That's a nice public service announcement. Don't take yourself too seriously when when we're just mucking around. That, yeah, that's a very good one. Well, DM me if you want to know who. <laughs> Uh, well, let's throw some spotlights then. Yes, Let's please. throw some spotlights. I'll kick us off. You touched on him. Uh, Mark Hardy. Uh, just, I put a call out. I said, please, please someone from Melbourne play well at Barwon Valley. And Hardy says, no problem, mate. Two rounds, well above his rating. Shooting neg two being the only am to even get neg. Um, yeah. Doing plenty. Good job, Hardy. Keep winning. Keep dominating. Let's get it done. Sick. Great spotlight. Uh, definitely one of my honourable mentions, but I had some up my sleeve just in case you went with him. Nice. Uh, another honourable mention has to go to Tim Ware. He uh, finished on a charge at Stony Leagues um, with uh, maybe another double digits or like an eight down or something huge. Um, just smoking the field from yep. like MA3, I want to say. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome stuff. Honourable mention. But my spotlight has to go to probably one of the best ever burns I've seen during a PDGA event. Now, yeah. like, those that listen to our podcast, hopefully you get the impression that we like a good burn, but Tim Bowen just raised the stakes at Bowen Bash. What's he done? What's he done? Tim likes a bit of banter, so he'll, he'll be up about it. Yeah, so, 
I, I want to say it's hole 14. You, you play the nipple hole, then you play the really long hole over towards the toilet block, and then you, there's a couple of sidearm holes. I think it's hole 14 we're on. Yeah. So a nice little sidearm. You've got a lefty, you've got the yeah. easiest hyzer in the world. Spot on. We're yeah. a card of five. Nathan Parrish is on the card. Mm -hmm. Good sidearm Great player. Great sidearm. Um, you know, Reinhardt's on the card. Tim Bowen, myself, all got, you know, serviceable sidearms. We all step up and we basically, we all hit C1. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, we all jag our putts, bar, unfortunately, Ryan Michelle. Mm. Walk over to the tee pad of hole 16. Tim Bowen turns on his heels, back towards the basket, past Ryan Michelle, and just goes, sorry, Ryan, but would you mind if the rest of us just shake the chains? <laughs> Greatest burn I've ever seen. Now, it's fair to say was not received well. No. No, not like, nor maybe should it be. Yeah. But I just wanted... I take my hat off to um, Tim Bowen for the greatest burn. For and, going there. For just going there. Well, I mean, others were probably thinking it. I'm not saying I was thinking it. Others probably were. I love it. I get the, the big question I got to know is, did you guys go shake those chains? <laughs> I thought he was serious, but other car mates did not. And uh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't okay. shake the chains. No worries. Oh, sorry, Ryan. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, very nice work by you, Tim. I like that. I like Let's go. Can we go shake those chains? <laughs> oh, very good. Do we have uh, we, we any social media spotlight, not light oh, suggestions? Yes. We got any, yes. anything good? Yes, yes, yes. No, um, no, nothing good. Nothing good? No, no we, yeah, we need some better followers on social media. Yeah, we do. Um, but that's okay. Hopefully we don't lose followers for after that comment. <laughs> so, um, spotlight mentions, um, Yon Salami. Um, who summon people's social media names. I reckon this is Lockie Cashman, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and Kerouac, which is definitely Ash. His spotlight, oh yes, good segue. His spotlight, uh, sorry, his spotlight is MA4. And we've got something to talk about with MA4. Yeah. And uh, Yon Salami's spotlight was um, the biggest bagger in Melbourne. And I, I, I you know, outside of um, old mate Matt Hill, I don't know who else that could go to. Yeah. Um, not lights. <laughs> Yon Salami's casting shade on Chris Scott's bag. Um, Chris got in the bag. Chris got in the bag. He's done it in the bag video. Don't know. Oh. Don't know, don't know, but like I, maybe he doesn't like the frisbees he throws. I don't know. Yeah, okay. And the other one from Ash Wiener, you know, and I, I might share his address because people might come after him <laughs> after this one, is he's not light, is just simply Geelong. Yeah. Now, for all I know, he could mean the football club based oh, on this stuff. Oh, true, yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Thought didn't even cross my mind that it'd be the footy club. I just thought he was just going at the, at the heart of the disc golf. Oh, I like. I have to give Ash a break though because I am absolutely yes. loving his work on the Battle of the Burbs. Uh, if you guys haven't been paying attention, the Battle of the Burbs is very close, and I'm getting really g'd up for it. And the Facebook page is going off. Ash keeps introducing the players. He's got uh, a couple silhouettes hiding the players and some announcements and he's just letting the east side teams have it he goes your first two players for the range rover driving active wear touring yacht sailing east side team are spot on spot on <laughs> summed them up exactly <laughs> and what else he goes um jay he's announced uh jacob if you don't know it i throw it cruden <laughs> which is just brilliant 
And Chris Scott, once you wear black, you never go back. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's definitely on fire. And... Yeah, the next batch of players for I've done all of the Brighton. Like, I don't even understand it, but it's good. It is good. <laughs> you just got to get Brighton somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, no, he's doing plenty. What else has he got? I, know, I, can't, I hope he's a savage with the uh, with, with the Westie boys. Because uh, <laughs> a couple more players from the We Love Paying for Driving on Freeways team. Exactly. <laughs> So I'm uh, I'm all about it. Um, we'll leave Ash alone. Keep bringing the heat. While we're on our Battle of the Burbs, I might just do a shameless plug here. Definitely. And I'm definitely going to use and abuse our social media presence nice. for this shameless plug as well. I love it. Um, Westside Disc Golf um, has some hoodies in the works. I'm pretty sure I've paid up for 30 of them, so mm. I definitely need to offload them. Um, but we're, we're going to go as the Westside Trolls. Obviously, uh, Westside Disc Golf was born under the bridge at Stony Creek, so uh, Trolls is our fitting name. Um, so uh, please shout out via our socials if you're keen to get your hands on one of those hoodies. There'll be a few colours available. Uh, and a pretty sick logo designed by uh, a mate of mine out of Creative Rabbit. Mm, Check them out. Nice. I've seen them. They look good. Uh, I dare reckon I'll end up grabbing one because they're nice for coming into winter. I might wait till, what, two weeks though when the price will plummet after the Westside gets their ass handed to them by the East. That that'd be, might be my strategy, but everyone else should get in early and uh, secure themselves a, a nice Westside hoodie. 100%. <laughs> exactly. Um, cool. We What else have we got? We're, the Open of the Austin yes. happened last week. Which was very interesting. I think the, the the event before that was the tightest event in disc golf pro tour history, and then this was the tightest event in disc golf pro tour history. So I don't know. I got a pretty hot feeling that the next one might be pretty tight yeah. as well. Yeah. I think that's just the way things are going now. But um, two chase card winners in a row. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that never happens. Yeah. Like I, I can't remember it ever happening before, but first I'm sure time, it did. But. First time in Pro Tour history oh. that there's been two chase card wins in a row. There you go. Yeah. Wild. And Gannon. Gannon got it done. Yeah. So everyone else kind of just crumbled. Who'd you he, tip? I tipped uh, KJ, who came out with a Allen-rated first round. It was horrendous. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, he's just throwing my bombs out there. <laughs> and uh, just... Two excellent rounds after that to get himself back into the top 20. Oh, so, a 1050 and a 1060 to round it out. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Not mad at that. So, yeah, can't, can't complain. Uh, weird with the new course, he's just sort of taken a lucky dip and he's been playing hot. So, I went for him. How about yourself? Uh, I, I tip Gannon Burr. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, that's very nice. Like, I what made to, you think? I Well, what made me think, it was like, what made me act? I've like, my tipping has nearly binned. <laughs> so I'm like now just going for the W's and Gannon Bear's a gun. Yeah, um, that's true. And so, yeah, I tipped him. Yeah, I can't believe more people didn't take James Proctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you should say that. Uh, spoiler alert, mm. he birdied the first eight holes today at the Texas. No way. Yeah. Oh, there you go. four under. Oh, very nice. <laughs> no, he finished four under. Oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool, cool, uh, cool. FPO, who'd you tip? 
I went for someone good. Well, I can't remember who I went for. Uh, oh, yeah, she's also been quite hot, Ella Hansen. So I finished top 10. I can't be mad at that. Well she, yeah, she got seventh. How about yourself? I tipped someone with 19 podiums in a row. Mm, which would be Christian Tatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did Could she get be a podium? Else. Uh, did they get under five? It's five on the podium. Top three is the podium. <laughs> so <laughs> fair to say in our tipping comp, anyone else, whenever they tip Tatar, they're probably not going to do worse. She's not going to do worse than fifth. No. Nah. And I managed to do it. Nice. So I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, a return to form for Paige Pierce after... She must have heard the pod, because last week I was like, no one comes close to Tatar. And Paige Pierce and Kat Allen are like, what are you talking about? We're pretty bloody good at disc golf. So sorry about that, ladies. Didn't mean to slight you. But, um, yeah, they, they did dominate. And, yeah, Paige gets the win. So she's back. All right. While we're on uh, the Pro Tour, we've got to do a Elijah Bickle check-in, don't we? Definitely. How did he go at Austin? Um, let me just... Uh, a DNS. Oh, no. Did not start. So, now, but, but if you go on, this is what I figured out. He clearly from... Um, he didn't have petrol money to make his way from Waco to Austin. So he went and played a flex start CT. Yeah, boy. Cashed. Yeah, boy. All right. 68 bucks. Yeah, boy. So, I reckon that gets you to wherever the next event is. Definitely. It's got to be $68 worth of petrol. It has to, get to be, yeah. So, he'll be there. Nice. All yeah. right. Sounds good. We'll keep an eye out for Elijah there. Yeah. And um, just remember, if you want to uh, have your own spotlight and get checked in every single week, then just follow our... Uh, Melbourne Thrower's Instagram page and be rated higher than Elijah Bickle. What's he out at the moment? Well, that's what I was going to say. The door is open, right? Because as of the 14th of March, he went down one rating point, right, to 10-12. Oh, damn. Now he's only definitely the highest rated player in Australia. <laughs> Comfortably. So. so, but if you're, you know, American and listening and 10-13 rated, get us a follow. It could be your segment. Yeah, it could be but your segment. But for now, segment. we love you, Elijah. You're the greatest player we've ever seen. And good luck at Music City. <laughs> So you had a little mention about um, Texas State Championships today. Now, you were telling me that they're a contender for uh, one of the weirdest trophies in disc golf? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, they're going to have to have a really big trophy if they want to fit the name of the tournament on the trophy. So we obviously were a bit perplexed by the New Zealand champs. But this is the new contender, right? I'm going to try to get this right. With the insane length of the New Zealand yeah. champs name. Yeah. Right? And they at least they went with an acronym at one stage within the middle of their name. That's true. Innova Presents. Innova Open at the 28th Annual Texas State Disc Golf Championship. Rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. It's just like Barwon Valley Bash. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. longer. Vic Open. <laughs> I think if you got all of the tournaments that have played in Australia so far this year, there's probably still less words than that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. If anyone sees anything else with um, somehow a longer name, let us know. But... Uh, it's really tickled our fancy this year, checking out these stupid, stupid names. Yeah. <laughs> like, that clearly doesn't go on the trophy, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I need to see that. Um, I'm, what I am liking is I'm liking the caddy bibs at the Pro Tour events. Mm. Uh, I don't want to talk about the American scene too much, but 
there's plenty of room on the caddy bids to write these long names, I guess. Mmm, true. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, they look cool. They look very professional, doesn't it? Yeah, it's class. Yeah, it reminds it's class. me, I don't know, I don't watch PDGA, like actual golf, so it reminds me of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like seeing Happy Gilmore's caddy. Exactly. Yeah. Just because we're not exactly the best looking, most professional bunch of people in the whole world. So you just see these like rough, rough people in this fancy golf caddy out. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I do like it. Classes the joint up a bit. So now that's a good spot by you. Dressed to impress. Yeah. Um, so our good friend, Pat Utri moved to the UK, but never misses a podcast. Would you wouldn't think about missing a podcast. How often does he throw frisbees? <laughs> Absolutely never okay. anymore. Okay. <laughs> he, he'll miss every chance to play frisbee he gets, but he'll never miss a chance to listen to the podcast. And he's written in and asked us about how we would go about picking a putter. Ooh, and okay. this is incredible timing because as of when I was playing at two heads, I decided I needed a new putter. Anyone else who's ever seen me putt with a pig has... Already has, thought that. <laughs> has thought it for years. <laughs> but um, <laughs> two heads, very, very old baskets, just highlighted that the sweet spot for the pig is just too small and I am just not good enough. So I've been in the market for a new putter and I think I've found my new one. But I don't know that my process of picking a butter is the same as uh, what a normal person's process would be. So I ended up with a pig, obviously, originally. And I did that because I didn't want to have a wind putter and a non-wind putter. And when I putted with a pig, it just was the first putter I've had that was consistent and it felt good in my hand. So I think I just was slightly better at putting than before. And I was like, well, this is it. So I got kind of got suckered in by fake success and stuck with it. And now that I'm looking for a new putter, I pulled out a bunch of stuff that I had in my bag, uh, in my boxes in my storage and one of them had a cool stamp from an old two heads tournament and I'm stupid so I would like that's what my brain would like to putt with because I sure. would like to have a cool old stamp so I tried a few and that's the one that felt good in my hand and putted consistently so I've sort of jumped on board the wizard train because of that um, good train so to be I on. don't know if it's yeah I don't know if it's real or if it's just because I'm a sucker for a stamp but uh, how would you go about picking a putter as one of the best putters in Australia? Oh, <laughs> at, least, at least one of the best putters in Victoria. If not the best putter on this podcast. Definitely the best <laughs> putter on this podcast. How would you go about picking a putter? Um, all right, cool. Not something I've given loads of thought to, but for me, it's got to be stable. All right, it has to be stable um, and what and it's hard to kind of tell the stability of a putter but for me you need to be able to throw it okay so there's a lot of putters out there that it, if I tried to throw them they'd be throwers you know <laughs> fitting but not what I'm looking for with a wizard I can throw an hyzer it'll stay in hyzer I can throw an anhyzer but they'll, they'll look to flat and they'll look to roll out of it um, so quite stable I also personally like a bead on my putter. The way I grip my putter um, is different to some players, but I like to have my index finger rest against the bead uh, for a bit of extra traction and like steering and um, aiming. And so I'm definitely looking for that. 
And then for me, my biggest thing with putters, and it's really hard in Australia without very many brick and mortar shops, but it's all about the feel. And um, I was showing, showing you before, I quite like a chalky feel to my putter. Um, it freaks me out the amount of putters um, you know, good putters and players who play with what I would describe as slick putters. It's, it scares the lights, daylights out of me. Um, but I guess it's just the way they, they pop their putts, but um, that freaks me out. I, um, my putt sits in my hand for quite a while and I'm guiding with a lot of my fingers and the chalky grip um, is money for me. I, I really rely on that. And then when it comes to headwinds, tailwinds, you know, crosswinds, etc., etc. Once you've got uh, your base putter as a stable putter, it means you can kind of just play with the angles and learn your links um, and away you go. So you don't swap putters for the wind? You just never. adjust the way that you would throw? No, not even okay. nearly. Not even nearly. No, see, I like that. That's what I like. Yeah. I like to keep it simple. I want the one thing. So hopefully uh, by me stealing your putter, <laughs> I can follow along in your footsteps. Don't go backwards. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, nah, cool. Thanks for that. And thanks for the suggestion there, Patman. If anyone else has anything that they want to hear, um, probably from Chris because I don't really know anything, uh, just let us know and, um, yeah, we'll, we can chat about anything. Yeah, or what have I missed? What have I missed? What do you mean, what have you missed? Like, what's the category that I haven't talked about? So, let us know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nah, good call. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, shall we wrap it up and go hit up Guff? Yes. Beautiful. Because it's the only brick and mortar shop in <laughs> exactly. the country. Exactly. Let's go feel some putters. But before we do that, Sorry. before we do that, we're going to hit a hundred competitive disc golfers this weekend in Victoria. All right, twenty odd players here today at Ballarat. Massive showing out at Inverley, just under ten. <laughs> um, and we're looking at seventy plus players. Boy, uh, at Bald Hill tomorrow. Boy. Um, digital tag one up for grabs. I'm coming for it, Mark. Nice. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, have a good uh, weekend, everybody. We'll see you later. Peace.